<laughs> yeah. What up, good people? It's Tony Baker here, and it's time for another session of that verbal cardio. What's going on, man? I'm still out here in Vegas. This is day, uh, this is Friday, so day five. I've been in Vegas. Uh, still here, man. Still standing. I'm still strong. You know what I mean? Out here in Vegas, man. I come to Vegas a lot. And I know when people hear that I'm in Vegas or see me in Vegas, they're like, man, you living it up out there? You going buck wild? No, I'm not going buck wild at all. I usually just stay in my room and just sit tight. I just, You know what? Vegas for me is a good time to catch up on email, any scripts I got to read, rest. Um, like I slept a lot today. Like I'll be up kind of late, like watching TV and stuff. And then uh, like today I woke up, got up, watched TV, did some push-ups, had a smoothie, went back to sleep, then woke up again, man. I guess not, my body needs to rest. Cause when I'm in LA, man, like uh, I usually get up pretty early, um, depending on what I got to do, whether it's auditions, whether it's to go shoot two minute drill, whether it's to uh, just, um, any random thing I got to run around and do, marinating all that traffic, and, you know, hold the boys down after school, shoot sketches, uh, comedy shows damn near every night. So, you know, when I'm on the road, especially for this one, like it's one show a night, I kind of need this little recharge. And uh, so, like today, like today, I literally didn't even leave my room until uh, 4 something p.m. It's the first time I stepped out of the room. And uh, I forgot it was Memorial Day weekend. So it's lit downstairs. Like when I went downstairs and went through the MGM, lit. Everybody in there, they got on their pool clothes, they, they big ass long cups. They out here. You know what I mean? And like when I come to Vegas, like, you know, I know people be excited to go to the pool and go poolside and all that. But I, I live in L.A., man. Like I can do that any day of the week. So that's not a big thing for me. Plus, I don't like the sun like that. And Vegas is is hot, hotter than Cali, so I'm like, hell no. You think I'm going to sit in a hotter oven? Nah, I'm cool on that, man. Like, I'm not the sit-by-the-pool guy. Like, I do like swimming. Like, once you get me in the water, once I can get in there, it's hard to get me out. But it take a while for me to get in there. I'll be like, ah, ah it's too much work. I got to put on trunks got to be shirtless. It's a lot of work for me to be shirtless out in the streets. Like, when I'm at home, I can be shirtless all day. Like, whenever I snap with no shirt on, people be like, pretty shit, and shut the fuck up. But, um, at the pool, though, I would just be like, ah, I don't feel like taking my shirt off, because people be looking at me, man, because I ain't got no tattoos. No tattoos is the new tattoo. Like, it's rare to see nobody with tats now. Like, especially in my demographic, like, you ain't got no tats. So everybody looking at me like, yo, look at this. Look at this naturally skinned. This is the skin he was born with out here. Look at this guy. And I got the blank torso, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. But um, I just been chilling, man. I just been chilling. Like, last night, had the best show of the week last night on Thursday. Show number four. It was finally a show that I liked. Still wasn't like... You know, last time I was in Vegas last month, but it, it'll do for this week. 
Cause this, this these crowds been weird as hell energy wise. So that was the best show so far. So uh, that's the one to beat. Um, and then after the show, I went to. First of all, I can't. This green room at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club is just the devil himself keeps stocking this green room. It's so much candy in there, y'all. And I'm talking about whatever's your pleasure is in this green room, whether it be the Jolly Ranchers, the little, uh, what's the little joints? Ah, I can't even think of the name of them joints. They they always individually wrapped in like circle joints and they're individually wrapped. So you get like a row of 10 in each individual joint. I forget what they, and they sweet, like fruity sweet. You got Almond Joys, you got, uh, you got Nestle Crunch, you got, um, York peppermint patties in there. You got Reese's peanut butter cups. You got Kit Kats. You got Snickers. Oh, man. It's endless, man. Cookies. Like the Stripe Keebler cookies, Oreos. I'm like, man, they got popcorn in there. Cheese popcorn or the caramel white cheddar blend or just the caramel corn. Drinks. They got Tangeray. If you about that, look at Anything you need is in there. They got an old school pop machine where you get the bottle pop. I'm like, yo, man, the devil himself is restocking. And I'll be in there eating, man. I'll be digging through them drawers. I'm like, I can't do I can't do this anymore. So tonight, I'm not touching nothing. I'm going to just sit in there and just sit. All right? I'm not doing it this time, man. The candy just be calling me, man. Be like, yo, Tone, it's me, Snickers. Yeah, remember me? Remember me? Yeah, the peanut butter and the and the nougat. I don't even know what nougat is, but damn it. Snickers go hard, man. Snickers goes hard in the paint. Man, I like peanuts, all right? I'm going to just put it out there. Peanuts, man. Oh, why do I like them so much, man? I can't, I can't live like this, man. Why they got to be so fatty? Why? Why they got to be so fat? You know what? I'm probably allergic to peanuts and don't even know it, man. First of all, I'm looking outside the window. I see a face in the clouds. It's like literally eyes and nose and a mouth. And I'm going to have to, oh, shoot, I ain't even got my phone on me, man. Yo, it's a face sitting here looking at me. As I do the podcast, this face in the clouds is just looking dead at me. Face, nose, and mouth just complete. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's a sign to keep doing what I'm doing. But back to peanuts though, guys. Peanut butter is just everything. Like I went when I finally emerged from my room, I went to get some uh, frozen yogurt. And I put the chopped peanuts as my topping. That was my only topping. Chopped peanuts. No, I put a little hemp hemp granola on there too. And um it's something about peanuts, man. Whether whether they coming out of the shell, whether they in peanut butter form, Whatever the case, whether it's that big ass tall bottle of planters, dry roasted, honey roasted, lightly salted, salted, whatever. I want in on all that, man. Peanuts are just so good to me, man. I even like Peanuts the cartoon. Snoopy, Charlie Brown, Franklin, Peppermint Patty, Marcy. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling all that. Pigpen, Lucy, Linus, Woodstock. What's the black kids? Oh, that was Franklin. I said Franklin pretty early. No, no, no. Uh, Frank, what's the dude to play the piano? Schro- Schroeder. All that, man. I'm feeling all them cats, dog. Peanuts. Damn. 
I need to lay off the peanuts, guys. But I've been I've been trying to be legit. And that's another thing, man. Staying in this hotel room keeps me out of trouble. Keep me out of the food trouble. Keep me out of the money spent trouble, even though I just spent and that frozen yogurt, that that it was ten dollars just for that little cup I had. I'm like, God damn, man. Desperate measure prices out here. Crooks. Robberies out here. It's robberies out here, man. Just taking all my funds. But Vegas, man, they people out here living it up, they having fun, you know, they coming in groups, you know what I'm saying? It's just funny seeing the groups of people. And um I ran into this one dude last night. Uh, I didn't remember him. Like, uh, he kind of looked familiar, but I was like, ah. I'm getting worse and worse at remembering people, man. And I apologize. Like, if I see you, if I forget your name, please don't don't hate me. I, I'm trying, man. Like, I just be forgetting. Man, I meet a lot of people now. And it's just like, I forget, man. Like, I I forget, so please forgive me. I've never forgotten a girl I've had sex with, though. Never. I remember everybody. But, like, you know, <laughs> on the acquaintance tip, ah, ah, you know, I don't know, man. I, forgive me. Oh, and, and sorry for not introducing my lovely co-host, Water, is in the building. Mm. Ah, yo, drink more water, guys. Drink more water. Come on, man. Get in on this water life. Like, um, get in on it, man. Water is just so perfect, man. It's so perfect, man. Water doesn't get enough respect, man. Let's go. Water, man. Don't turn your back on this water, man. Please don't turn your back. I, um, well, Vegas is a trip, man. Like, uh, like I said, I'll finish the show. The show starts at 8. I did my set, and then I left a little early so I can go see, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. And, uh, I walked to the movie theater, so it wasn't too far from the MGM, and so I forget it's Vegas, it's Memorial Day weekend, I forget about the the sheer mass of people that's in Vegas, right on the strip. I went out there, I was like, God, dog, this is why I don't do nothing. There's a lot there's a lot of traffic out there, and walking through traffic is stressful just like driving through it. Excuse me, guys, so... So I'm walking to the theater, you know what I'm saying, passing the little M&M store. M&M store is dope, by the way. I'm avoiding it, though, because I'm going to go in there and get a big-ass bag of peanut M&Ms or peanut butter m Oh, have y'all had the peanut butter M&Ms? Oh, come on, man. Somebody need to be shot and beaten for the peanut M&Ms. Side note, M&Ms are also in attendance in that green room. Hershey's, regular Hershey's dark chocolate. Mr. Good Bar. All this is in there, man. But they don't they don't have the peanut butter M&Ms, thank God. Thank God. But they got the Twix though. Oh man. See, see, why can why can't why foe? Why foe? I'ma just get real ghetto with it. Why foe we just can't eat what we want out here and be shredded in the six pack region? Come on, man. Please. God, change the rules. Change our whole physiology, please. Let us be six-packed off pure, just candy, filth, pizza, and donuts, man. Just just ripped. Like, if you don't eat that stuff, you, you get fat and obese. <laughs> like, oh, oh you're not, you not going to eat donuts? Ha, love handles, titties, you know? Damn, man. Anyway, so I'm walking, looking for the theater, and um, 
I'm walking. Yes, indeed. I'm talking. And anyway, and so people out there, mad people out there. It's Vegas. It's cracking. It's, it's on the nighttime tip. And, um, you know, my navigation, I use Waze for my navigation. They don't they don't have the walking option. So I'm just kind of like, all right, let me find this movie theater. It's right on the strip. Ended up finding it. It was like in the back alley, though. Like I had to make a right, and it said United Artists this way, and then it just pointed to like darkness. And I was like, "Uh, am I gonna get robbed and and, and penetrated in this alley on my way to the movie? That would suck if I'm on my way to the movies and I get robbed and penetrated, and then I, I would still go to the movie though. I'd be like, "Damn it!" And then you know I'd have missed the previews because I got robbed and penetrated. But uh. But I guess I wouldn't have the money to pay for the ticket since they robbed me. But you never know. They might leave me with my shirt. I'd be like, hey, man, just just leave me enough to pay for my movie ticket. He's like, all right. But bend over, though. Oh, okay. Um, this theater was whack, man. Like, I can't speak for all the screens because I only watched one movie. But the sound, let me tell you something. The screen was small as hell. And the sound was just like TV. It was like somebody's TV and they had it cranked up in the living room. I was like, man, I didn't pick the bad showtime because I went to the 10 o'clock show. And, uh, yeah, it was just no no buildup, no emotion, no, you know, it wasn't that packed. And uh, I was like, damn, man, I picked the wrong one. So I'm in there, you know, previews is mad soft on the volume. Too. Action previews, too, but it was, like, soft because I need for my teeth to shatter at the movie theater. I want it cranked up. I want it pumping. You feel me? I want it pumping in the movie theater. I'm just like, ooh, oh, feel the rumble. So I went in there. I had popcorn. I had to get popcorn, man. God. <sighs> That's another. Why is popcorn at the movie so good for like the top half of the bag? Bottom half, not so much. But that top half, oh, it's life. The top half of the popcorn bag is life. So I had popcorn. I usually, I finish my popcorn before the trailers are done. Or I might get 15 minutes into the movie and I'm done. Because I'll be going to work. I'll be going to work. This girl I used to date, she tiny too, like little. Not tiny, tiny, but she like, she was like five, three, I guess. But she would eat popcorn just as fast as I did. And I was, I was attracted to that. I liked that. I was like, man, girl, dig in. You know what I'm saying? We out here eating popcorn, having a good time. And um, so I was eating the popcorn, watching the trailers. And you know what? The internet is ruining movie trailers for me because I'm watching too many trailers online. I got to stop. Because then when I see the trailers at the movies, there's no surprise because I already seen it online. Unless it's a shitty movie I don't even care about. And then I'll be like, ah, I didn't care to click on it online. I don't care to see it here. But because um, I like trailers, man. But the stuff I'm excited about, the stuff that I'm into, I'm going to look at it online first. I need to quit doing that. Um, so anyway, so I'm in the movies, man. There's this couple behind me that, uh, first of all, I don't like it when you're in a movie theater where the seats are not, um, there's not like a slope in the seating. So kind of if somebody sits in front of you, their head is kind of in the way. This is the kind of the theater this was. So I know now they got them leveled off to where I can sit right in front of you, but I'm lower than you, so you ain't got to worry. But this one, everybody's kind of on the level playing field, so it's like if you sit right in front of me, I'm going to see your head during this movie. So 
But it's mad seats left. This lady comes in. She about to sit right in front of me. Thank God for her boyfriend. Like, no, come over here. I'm like, yes. Why are you going to sit right in front of all these seats? You're going to sit right in front of me. Come on, man. Respect my head. So I'm in there. I'm in the theater chilling. Couple behind me whispering it up. I thought, all right, they're just whispering through the trailers. They don't give a damn about this trailer life. I get it. When the movie come on, they're going to hush up. Hell no. They, they, they talked the entire movie. When I say the entire movie, the only time they hushed up was when I turned around and looked at them. They hushed up for two minutes and went right back. And they were whispering. So they were trying to be quiet, but it was a consistent whisper. I'm like, what? are y'all even watching the movie? All I heard was, cause, 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 cause. The whole time, I thought I thought I was Professor X in there, hearing thoughts of the people in the movie theater. I thought I was hearing thoughts. That's how much they was talking. It was consistent. It was constant. It was. I'm like the whole time, the whole time. I'm like, come on, man. The whole, I've never experienced that before. The entire movie. Now, I've experienced chatty people, but you know, they be chatty and loud and then they hush for a while and then they come back. But this was a consistent, I'm like, do they consistently talk through everything they watch? Is this how they roll as a couple, as a unit? I'm like, Jesus. I still hear the whispering, even today. I still hear them behind me. Maybe they ghosts following me around. They're just going to whisper at everything I go to from here on out. And that's what whispers sound like to me because you can't make out nothing, but you hear the... Oh, anyway, so X-Men Apocalypse, watching the joint. First of all, backstory. Y'all already know I'm a comic book head. Grew up on comic books. Shout out to my oldest brother who put me on the comic books as a kid been been loving them ever since X-Men has always been my favorite superhero team in life better than the Avengers better than the Justice League better than any other team you can pull out your ass X-Men is number one for me because I just love the premise of you know they didn't ask for any of these powers they got them there. They're in a society where people look down on them. It's like it's like a prejudice. It's like X Men was so similar to the civil rights struggle that you know I connected with that. I was like, yo, this is. I love this. It's so it's so parallel to like you know racial prejudice in this country and like classism and all that. So it was like you know they're frowned upon just because of how they were born. That, that's how dumb racism is to me. Like, people hate you because you were born a certain way, and they just want to hate you for that. That's how the mutants are in X-Men. So I love it. I, I was drawn to that. I connected with that. So always been my favorite squad, man. Storm. Oh, I love Storm. Wolverine, of course. Like, man, everybody. Nightcrawler, Colossus. Like, I came in on the X-Men when... It was, uh, I remember reading the original five because my, my, uh, my brother had the original five when it was B, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Iceman, and Angel. But I was just like, eh, it's pretty cool, I guess. But then when I started reading it with Wolverine, Storm, Colossus, um, Thunderbirds, Sunfire, Nightcrawler came in the mix. 
I was like, yo, this, this right here? Yes. I was all in. That team and, the, and those – because I, I remember distinctly it was when – if you're not a comic book head, I'm sorry if I'm going to bore you with these details, but Chris Claremont, the writer, and John Byrne, the illustrator, those are my that's my favorite duo in comics right there because they wrote and, and drew the Dark Phoenix saga and uh, Days of Futures Past. Those two storylines are my favorite in comic book history. Days of Futures Past – and the Dark Phoenix uh, saga. I love, man, those issues were incredible. And I love John Byrne, the way he drew the X-Men and just the, the writing and the storytelling. It was just so dope. And I was like, yes. And then when they came out with X-Men 1, I was super excited. Like, I didn't know who Hugh Jackman was. I thought Patrick Stewart was a perfect casting. I thought Ian McKellen was going to be too old. Um... You know, Halle Berry, I love looking at her, but I was like, Storm? I, I, I don't know. Like, I wanted Iman to be Storm or, like, somebody more African, you know, visually. But, uh, you know, so, but I was just excited to see everybody, you know, on screen. So, I saw the first X-Men. I saw it. I had my issues with it because uh, they kind of took liberties with people. And I was just like, ugh. You know, but at the time, this was like 2000. So I was like, all right. You know, and I saw it twice, you know. And then, uh, like, now when I'm watching, I'm like, man, come on, man. Rogue was the focal point. And it's, it's not like the Rogue I like where, you know, she got Miss Marvel's powers. This is the Rogue before getting Miss Marvel's powers. So she can't fly and she's not strong. That's the, that's the Rogue I like. When she flying around, she got the super strength. Yes, but this one is the, you know, the soft rogue, the tortured rogue that can't touch people. and ah. So the first X-Men was cool. Second one was a lot better. That, that opening scene at the White House with Nightcrawler is one of the best scenes in comic book movie history, in my opinion. And uh, way better than the first one, in my opinion. Then they came out with the third one. I didn't like the third one too much overall. I had some good scenes in it, like when they went to Jean Grey's house and had a fight there. I thought that scene was dope. But other than that, nah. Um, then they rebounded with uh, X-Men First Class. I thought it was cool. I didn't like the liberties they took with the characters. And that's my whole beef with the X-Men movies is the liberties they take with the storytelling and the characters. They be killing, They killed all Cyclops. I'm like, what the fuck? What, the, what are you doing? What are you doing killing Cyclops off? Cyclops is eternal, man. He's damn near. Him and Wolverine and Storm, they're the face of the X-Men. You don't just kill him in the third movie. Are you kidding me? Who... who who do you think you are? Are you just going to kill Cyclops? No, nah, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. So I was pissed about that. So you're just going to kill whoever you want to. And, you know, they, then they putting too much on Mystique. I'm like, stop making her the leader. of the. Why is it around her? Like, no, no. Her and Professor X are raised together. Get the, get the, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? What are you doing? As a comic book head, I'm like, what the what the, the average moviegoer is just sitting there looking at it. I'm like, man, what what is going on over here? So 20th Century Fox is just taking liberties with these. Give them to the Marvel. Give everything to Marvel Studios. Please. Please, for the love of God. Give every comic book movie to Marvel. Let them handle it. 
please. Oh, they got the money, they got the resources and the love of the source material to make everything right. Let's go. So, oh, so I'm just like, all right, Days of Futures Past was all over the place, but it was solid. Like, it was solid. So, here's how I rank the movies. Don't get me started on Wolverine's solo movie. That shit was trash. I know my boy Keenan Baker really enjoyed it. Wolverine Origins was trash. They showed every action scene in the previews, first of all. And it was just all over the place. We're just going to do this with Deadpool all over the place. Hey, here's Gambit, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, then. Man, come on, man. Wolverine Origins Part 1, trash. The second Wolverine movie was better, in my opinion. It was better, in my opinion. But they're they not really... They're not really nailing it with these X-Men movies, man. They're supposed to be the cream of the crop, in my opinion. I want them to start over. I want them to start the X-Men from scratch. No bullshit. Start it from scratch. Let's stay true. I want Marvel to get it, man. Please. Anyway, so going into this, X2 has been the my favorite X-Men movie, followed by probably X-Men First Class, Days of Futures Past. Uh, we'll go... We'll go the second Wolverine movie. We'll go X-Men 1. Then we'll go... Um, then we'll go X-Men 3, The Last Stand, and then Wolverine at the bottom. That That's how I rank the X-Men joints so far. So X-Men Apocalypse, man. So we got a new storm. We got Psylocke in the mix now, okay? Nightcrawler has returned. We got Beast. You know, we got Mystique again. We got Quicksilver. That's another beef I got, man. They make t- they make Quicksilver too fast. And he, it, Quicksilver debuted in Days of Futures Past. They made him too goddamn fast, all right? Quicksilver's always been about the speed of sound. He can break the speed of sound. They got him doing stuff in here where he's just moving bullets around and just, I'm like, come on, man. Quicksilver's not that fast. He's like flash fast in this. And he's... Quicksilver ain't never been flash fast, all right? Moving bullets, like, come on, man. Moving people's arms and stuff like that. Stop it. I mean, it's it's cool to see and it was entertaining, but it's like when the scene's over, I'm like, stop it. If he's that fast, he should never be beaten, ever. So I wasn't feeling that. So, and then they, they did it again in this one. Quicksilver's back and he did another fantastically fast little action scene. I'm like, he's not that fast. Stop it, 20th Century Fox. What are you doing? So, um, yeah, so you got Magneto. Michael Fassenbender is a dope-ass Magneto. And I like, uh, I like, uh, James McAvoy is Professor X. I like him, too. Um, I ain't got no real beef with the casting choices. First of all, the girl that plays Storm, I like it. One, she has an ac- uh, African accent now. Thank you. How accurate is the African accent? I don't know because I'm not an expert at African dialect, but I do know that she don't sound like Halle Berry in uh, X-Men. Because Halle Berry's accent kind of came and went in the other X-Men movies. Y'all thought I wasn't going to notice that? So I did like Storm. and I don't like... The, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. Apocalypse is the reason Storm's hair is white. I don't like that. In the comic book, Storm's hair was it was white at birth. She's always had white hair. All right. I'm not talking about 
white race hair. I'm talking about white colored hair. Okay. They should have gave Storm a white fro, though. That would have been dope. But um, <clears throat> so I like Storm. You know what I'm saying? The guy playing Nightcrawler, cool night. Uh, Nightcrawler's teeth were blue. I didn't like that. Like, really, y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't keep the paint off his teeth? Like, his teeth were blue. I was like, what? No. No, his teeth should just be regular white. His skin is blue. What, what are you doing? Anyway, um, so to wrap this up, did I like X-Men Apocalypse? Um, the action didn't have me on the edge of my seat like I wanted it to. Uh, special effects, you know, of course, were... Uh, some of them weren't too good. Um, some were. Um, the fight scenes just didn't have enough... <clears throat> you know, they didn't hit me enough. Like, like Civil War, them action scenes was... <clears throat> I felt them. Like, I was on the edge of my seat. It was an emotional heft. There was one particular scene with Magneto I felt... But, like, when they were fighting at the end, it was just like, mm, ah, okay, yeah. It was cool to see Nightcrawler in action and stuff like that. And the storm, you know, and Cyclops' optic blast was dope to see. But, ah, I mean, the fight scenes just didn't really get my adrenaline pumping like that. And um, did it suck? No, uh, it didn't suck. I give it, like, a B minus C plus. That's where I'm sitting at right now. Um Cause like I said, the cast was good, you know, um, the emotions were good, but it was just action wise. It was, ah, I wanted more. I wanted more adrenaline pump. That's what I look for for the comic book movies. The action scenes, I want them to crack with that adrenaline. And so I rank up X-Men Apocalypse probably underneath. It's not as good as X2. It's not as good as X-Men First Class. Um, it might be right underneath Days of Future's Past, maybe, for me. So maybe the fourth best X-Men movie so far. Yeah, I'll give it that, man. So, I mean, check it out. Form your own opinion. Who who the hell am I? Who the hell am I? But uh, check it out and tell me what you think. Also, man, um, appreciate y'all for listening, man. Always hit me up on Instagram, preferably underneath a verbal cardio post. Hit me up about the show, Verbal Cardio, because, like, if you – you ask me something about verbal cardio and my video has nothing to do with verbal cardio, I'm going to forget. Because I'll come back to the verbal cardio post seeing what y'all might want me to talk about in the future or anything like that. So any topics y'all want me to tackle in the future, put them underneath my verbal cardio post on my Instagram page. Or you can hit me directly on Snapchat. Tony Baker Comedy on Instagram. Tony Baker Comedy on Snapchat. Tony Baker Comedy on Twitter. Uh, comedian Tony Baker on Facebook, man. Hit me up. Let me know you're enjoying the show. Uh, any commentary you have on what I covered in the show, hit me up, man. I love the feedback, man. I love the feedback, and I love that you guys are listening. And uh, until next time, man. And next time, going to be sooner than you think, man. Thank you for tuning in for another session of that Verbal Guardian.